0: Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-Op Shop, your one-stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a special episode. Hey, I'm Peter and I'm here with Steve. Hey, everyone. And Colin. Hello,
1: hello. And Barrett. Greetings. And Mike. Okay, yes. And Jason. Yo, my peoples, what's up?
0: And I'm not going to repeat the same joke I did last time. So let's get going. Don't do it. (laughs) So, if you missed the first part, we did it uh, this past Sunday. This is our countdown to episode 200 of the podcast. We are doing our top 50 games. So, last week we did 50 through 31. So, if you want to know what those were, too bad we're not recapping it this week. Go back, see last <laughs> week's episode. Listen to the last week's episode. It was great. It was hilarious. A
1: lot of laughing. So yeah, let's get going with our next 20, right? We're doing 30 through number 11. Episode number 199. Congratulations, gentlemen. 199. The next episode will be 200. We're going to count down 20 games. Once again for people who have who are just stumbling into this one for the first time, uh it it, it will be on shelf story, so the video that's why we're saying over here hi. Uh thank you very much uh Barrett, once again for putting on the shirt. Thank you very much Colin for finding your camera. Thank you very much uh, <laughs> Mike for orienting your camera properly. I mean, like it's the it's giant mess. <laughs> <laughs> but we are one big happy family here at the One Stop Co-op Shop, so we're very happy to bring you the audio and the visual and all, the, all our thoughts about the games. So, last, so what happened was everybody ranked the top 100 games, and I aggregated them into one Uber Master One Stop Co-op Shop list. So I've gone through 50 to 31. Uh, This is 30 to 11. They will be presented. I will present the rest of the games. We're going to figure out the best way to do that and post the spreadsheets. So uh, we'll go go through that. But for episode 199, the penultimate episode, we are going to get started with that. All right. So uh, we are going to get into our number 30, 266 points, uh, which is we're starting to really wrap up there. I'm going to throw this one over to Peter. all right that must mean it's good (laughs) (laughs) um i think everyone has a pretty positive opinion of this for a couple of us but i'm going to let him talk about five minute dungeon Uh,
0: oh nice i just played this with my my wife and kids the other day gosh it is still good it's so amazing and the expansion i think makes it better without adding a lot of complication but just the base game is great so if you don't know what it is It's played in five minutes and you basically get a hand of cards. You have, I guess, depending on player count, anywhere from like three to four to five cards. And then you're just playing out cards to match whatever the monster obstacle has. So they might say they need fire and a sword to get rid of or a shield and something. And you're just playing cards as fast as you can down the table, drawing them up. It's frantic five minutes trying to get through like 20 levels of this dungeon and then beat the boss at the end. It's just for real time fun. You can't beat it. it. It's real great and it's one off right it literally is five minutes then you can throw everything back in the box and try to sort it out next time you play
1: colin you had a really good play through this in the one-stop Cop shop with uh your wife i think it was
0: colin's like an expert like my family and i lose to like the first boss like (laughs) playing the highest level boss they're like boom 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 dang
1: you're gone bam i'm out of
0: here my family and i are like some of you somebody have a sword? Sword, anybody.
2: <laughs> <else. I just, laughs> you just discarding cards if you don't have a sword, okay? You just discard <laughs> cards. You get some more. No, <laughs> we love that game. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I, what I love about it is it works really well. Any player count. And, of course, simultaneous play. You're playing all at the same time. You're yelling at each other in a nice way. You're having a blast. <laughs> and five minutes, it's so quick. And you're just like, oh, let's go on the next guy. And all of a sudden, you play 10 or 12 games in 20 minutes. It's wonderful. Love it.
1: And Baird has it rated pretty high because it has the word dungeon in it. That, that,
3: that had to be the reason I put it there. Actually, I think I grouped <laughs> all the five minutes together because all the five minutes I've played, I've really enjoyed. The mystery, the dungeon, the even the Marvel one is good. I have played that with my kids and the kids are starting to now get into the dungeon one and really get the dynamics of it. So yeah, all five of them are a lot of fun or all the five minute games are a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> Not as high for you, Mike? No,
4: I'd like to try it again. It didn't go ever well with my kids and that kind of brought it down in my mind. Yeah, so I don't really have a good reason why.
1: Okay. No, but it's it's an extra like again, gateway-ish real-time game. Yeah. Five-minute dungeon. Uh so 267 points right behind it. Uh number 29. This is a me special, but I'm gonna throw it over to Steve because I know Steve enjoys this as well. Uh this was like my number seven overall, but uh Steve mm-hmm. also rated it highly. It is Flashpoint Fire Rescue. Ah.
5: Oh yes. This game, you're playing firefighters, entering burning buildings, rescuing people, really. You Woo-hoo! just gotta rescue enough people before the burning the building burns down. Pretty simple. But yeah, this one has an awesome mechanic where as you add smoke, 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 and smoke becomes fire and fire and fire becomes explosions. So like things can really ramp up and like walls can fall down, but that could be a good thing because now you can get to people easier. The one thing that really sets it apart is you have a lot of knobs to turn. Especially have the expansions because the maps change things in significant ways, and these are the modules where you can have like ladders to do, and like uh you can have different levels too. You can actually increase the size of the buildings you, you go exploring to, and it's easy. It's easy that uh well easy that people can can approach it nicely. Like mm-hmm. my sons played it, and, it's, and he understands like oh yeah, look at these the the numbers on uh, the rows and columns. I can understand that something goes there, right? So yeah, this one ranks very high for me. Uh, but but you have to get tragic events my yes. opinion. This expansion did so much for that game because it removed that silly component of the hotspots were tiny pieces, we got known from all over the place, and the events just really breathed life into the game where you've got like, oh, wow, now we have this, hey, board gamer over there have to say, hey, I gotta save his games. let's go help him out. Or like, hey, there's now there's this uh, elderly person who has a oxygen breather, right? They're, they're in a lot of danger with the fire nearby. So, but yes, definitely recommend this one.
0: By the way, here's a plug for shelf stories before Jason goes. Go to go over and watch the video during this explanation, Steve's explanation. All of us are shaking our head, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Barrett, <laughs> I don't think he's alive. He literally <laughs> didn't move once during the entire explanation. Everyone else was like, yeah, yeah, it's a really good game. You can tell who didn't vote for this one. Barrett's like just sitting there, like deadpan the entire time. I think we he are was hitting like a
1: stretch where we're gonna have to just put a blanket over Barrett's face. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> call you again. <laughs> Disappeared down my little hole.
3: <laughs> just go paint some minis paint some yeah, minis come exactly. back in an hour I, I didn't rate
4: it because i never played it that's, cards that's, that's early the you can sleep some more cards
3: it sounds like a game i need
1: to try though because a lot of people seem to be going like this
4: <laughs> yes
3: <laughs> yeah, there's I, a I, lot of bobbin
1: on it except for colin who rate, who did not rate it on his list at all colin why do you hate fun oh that's
2: terrible <laughs> I, i'm terrible i don't know why i mean i play it with my kids but i guess it just didn't come to my mind i i guess i didn't record that i'd played it because i'd only played it with my kids you Haven't played listed it on my own.
1: some garbage on your I, list I know, it's true <laughs> I put, I feel really bad. The, the bottom 10 of your list is some detritus that is just i've never <laughs> no. heard of in my entire life and flashpoint fire rescue did not make the list what is wrong with you man <laughs> i'm
2: so sorry i'm so what is so victoriana sorry. i have no idea
1: what that is is. You know, <laughs> <Victoria,
2: laughs> that's actually a good game thank I you i watched Sarah. this
4: video that, that that was fun i watched it <laughs>
2: It's not ahead of Flashpoint. <laughs> London <laughs> Dread down there? That's, That's all a London, London
1: Dread. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Okay, but yes,
2: I can't believe I didn't have Flashpoint on my, my, I'm shamed. Anyway. I'm fully shamed.
5: <laughs>
1: Just oh my kidding. Gosh. Flashpoint, oh our number 29. 28 is another me special, but I'm going to throw it to, I think this is Peter. I'm going to throw this one to 271 points for Sentinels of the Multiverse. That's
0: not me. That's, yeah, no,
1: that's Definitely me. <laughs> I did. Oh, no, <laughs> that's definitely not me. Drake. <laughs> oh, everybody knows Drake. Peter, Mike again. This is terrible. <laughs>
4: that's definitely, definitely not me. All right. So, Sentinels of the Multiverse is. Well, a... hold on.
1: Before
0: we go further, let me just say, Jason, you had our names on the list. You didn't ever pictures anything. No. <laughs> like, how could you get it wrong from the like transposing the list to this list? You got it wrong. Like, I don't understand that. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> this is what I'm looking at. It is. Oh. Uh, okay. okay, there it is. Oh, wait, That's no, what I'm looking at. There are no names. There's no names. So there's no names. No nothing. You're just guessing on some ah, of these. I'm kind oh. of like looking at the position. It's, it's not pretty, people. Okay, <laughs> got class. it. I don't have another computer with another screen over here. I wish I did. Got it.
4: Got it. Anyway. Well, yeah, so uh, so Sentinels of the Multiverse, this is a uh, modular deck game. One of the, uh, I think, most prominent early ones where you are superheroes and you face off a villain in an environment famous. And this is probably my biggest negative for the fiddliness of having to deal with like 85 effects. And you have like plus five to electricity damage, but minus two to damage for this guy. But only if it's a Wednesday and like all this crazy stuff. But that being said, so this is one that I like a lot with my family, even more than Solo. And... It's one that I don't really recommend, though. Like, I put it high for me and my personal enjoyment, but I don't recommend it because I've played it, like, hundreds of times, and I know which decks are fun and which aren't. And I just don't play entire swaths of the decks. Like, I'm like, I'm never going to play, oh, my gosh, what is that guy's name? The, like, assassin dude who, like, has the drugs and, oh, my guys? gosh. Yeah, no, not guys. The the, the enemy. The, the enemy who, like, injects oh, himself. Yes, yeah, Spite. Yeah, Spite is like anti-fun in every he's, he's way. A, he's
1: anti-fun, yeah.
4: He's so <laughs> terrible. So yeah, there's and there's like a lot of that stuff. But I will say the core game, if you just get the base set, those heroes tend to be fun and those villains tend to be fun. You can stop there and be good. There, everything else you get after that is hit or miss. So I, I like it a lot, but it does have a lot of flaws.
1: Steve, you did have it rated not as highly, I assume, because you prefer Street Masters?
5: Yes, absolutely. I think Street Masters is much better for me than this game because it exactly what mike said i agree completely the filliness of it just really hurts this game for me and i played on the app i like the app a lot and for me it's a good app game because i don't have to worry about all that philly overhead because the characters are interesting they do a good job with the characters i guess the other thing that hasn't been mentioned yet but the one thing i don't like about sentinels as well is there are cards in the game that just kind of wipe your board
4: oh god it's the worst i hate it yeah
5: (laughs) because <laughs> for me like the fun is building up and like feeling powerful and then it's like oh yeah you're you're powerful you did all this work and nope just kidding start over and you can you can build back up it's not a huge deal but like uh i don't like that in my games i i don't mind some setbacks but just don't wipe my board please <laughs> yeah
4: it's it's like you want to play batman when he's got his whole utility belt and the right. batmobile you don't want to play batman after his back has been broken by bane and he's been like dropped <laughs> in the sewer you know what i mean and and the game definitely does that to you sometimes, <laughs> so right.
0: Jason. We haven't is... heard much from you, man. What are your thoughts? I love it.
1: I, I'm trying to play host over here. I, try, I don't want to put. I know, I know, but we want to hear from you too, man. What do you think? I mean, Peter's did such a good job of breaking it down. It is. It's that's super- my oh my
2: gosh, Jason!
0: <laughs> Dinner is fantastic.
4: It was oh, nice. That's
0: the <laughs>
2: Oh my God. We oh, talk
4: so to baby. each other quite often.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should move their pictures around. So I thought he did that on other. purpose,
2: you guys. I no. thought he literally did that on purpose. No, All right, man, I'm changing was, my name. We a
1: couple of purpose ones, but <laughs> no,
0: wasn't one.
4: Gonna, <laughs> that wasn't
1: I'm gonna one? I'm going to change my name <laughs> so that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
4: my
1: gosh. Anyway, Jason. <laughs> uh, Mike did a great job. Mike. <laughs> Mike and not Mike. I like it.
0: I like it. <laughs> so I changed my name to <laughs> not Mike for those of you
1: in here. Peter <laughs> is now not Mike on the, uh, on the Zoom call. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Excellent. Uh so we are gonna go to our number 27. Another deck builder, getting back to deck builders. This one is Colin, Peter, and Mike both ready to super high. The rest of us could probably uh ha- grab a sandwich. Uh good job. Uh, Barrett. <laughs> uh, there you go yeah barrett's out of here uh but this one I, I have played i don't i struggle with this one so um one of you tell me why heroes of ten oh, rated fear so highly that's played. mike's go game. ahead mike go oh ahead, my go gosh
4: ahead. I, I literally tell this to my son i played this like six times in the last two days yeah so this is a it's a deck builder and it's also a push your luck game the kind of core mechanic oh, is your game your what do you
3: say I, I was giving it a thumbs down. I was thinking of a totally different game. Never mind. Oh
4: yeah. I was about to say, I was like, I didn't know you'd played this bear. No, I haven't played uh, this one. <laughs> I was really surprised you had such a negative reaction to it. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's a deck builder. You're cooperating to fight monsters together. And each person takes turns drawing three cards at a time from their deck. And they have to sit with those three cards or discard them and draw three new cards. And that's where like all the fun comes in. I love this mechanic. It's a really epic kind of experience how you go from trash, like your deck is literally the worst crap you've ever seen at the beginning of the game. (laughs) And by the end, you are like nightmarishly slaying like five guys in a row, like getting like 20 points of damage. It's one of the best games I've seen for that kind of feeling. Uh, Great cooperation because the push your luck when you're playing co-op is like so tense. It's like, well, I can only give you three. Is that okay? And you're like, no, it's not okay. How am I going to get seven points, you crazy person? (laughs) Um, Especially with the expansion, which came out, I think, or late last year. This one has risen like way up to uh, very, very high on my top list of games. I I recommend this to everybody.
2: Colin, you agree. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely love the push your luck. Absolutely love how quick it plays too. It's nice and fast. I love the draw three, keep them discard. You've got easy choices, but then you have long-term effects because of it. I love when you get up to that boss fight, you feel like, oh my, how am I going to take this guy out? And all of a sudden you do, and you're like, this is amazing, card throw. So yeah, definitely love that game
0: yeah it's funny we've talked about a lot of games and whether they're good co-op or not i mean i guess more last week but this one and battle for grayport for me are the two that do co-op really 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 well right i mean they're all about the co-op they're not about the puzzliness they're not about whatever else these are games where when you're at the table with people there's more cooperation in these than probably almost every other co-op that we're going to list on here so that's why it rose so high for me is the cooperation in this is great
1: Okay, so that was here was a 10 of Fear deck builder. Uh, I liked it okay. I think well, I thought it was okay. I, I didn't think there was a lot of interesting choices in the deck building. Like, I thought, like you know, because I remember uh, I was playing like a two handed game and I remember building my decks and everything. And then there was a monster at the end that said, shuffle all your decks together and just deal them back out. And I was like, I, okay, I, I, I'm, my decks are still good. <laughs> Right. You know, they, you know they, it doesn't require a lot of like crafting of, of interactable elements like an Aeon's End or uh, some of these other games would. This is like, let's just get a bunch of good cards and, you know, and, and put them out there. That's not bad. It's just, you know, I, I have a different taste of it, but I, I'm definitely uh, recognizing the cooperation and the push your luck is definitely the Have drive. you
0: only played solo, Jason? Yes. I think you'd like a better co-op.
1: Okay. Yeah, and it,
4: and it's just a better co-op game. That's the funny thing, because Greyport and Tenifer are both my favorite deck builders right now, like above Aeon's End, for example. And both of them have kind of a deck building, but everything else, and especially for co-op, is amazing. Whereas in Aeon's End, I'm like, oh, Peter's taking his turn. Let me go to sleep for a little while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Like, I don't, I don't even want to pay attention. You know, it's like, oh, you, oh, you got four, you got four money this turn? You did get five money? You got four money? Oh, man. That's exciting. You're going to hit him with a spark again? Yes. You know, like...
0: Like, don't get me wrong. All right, a- a- settle, a- down, a- a- settle down,
4: fella. Settle a- 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 down. Dead is good. I didn't rank smirch. it that low. But, yeah, like, I don't know. It's like... I don't, these games keep me constantly involved in every right. player's turn, and I love that.
2: You know? Yeah, because it directly affects you.
0: Yeah,
4: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Well, and 10 quick,
0: too. Quick yeah. turns, yeah. which I really like. You know, it's just... <laughs> You do something, then it's going to be my turn. Then the next person. And it's quick, quick, keeps it going.
1: So that was Heroes of tenant Fair. That was number 27. Uh, 281 points. So uh, we've gone from 266 to 281. We're amping up. We're starting to climb up that absentee over here. Although these three games are tied at 287. So we've kind of hit a little bit of a plateau over there. I'm surprised that Barrett did not have it on his list because this is a dungeon e has a dungeon motif. It is not a dungeon crawling game, but it's a dungeon motif.
3: Did it have uh, a campaign? <laughs> no. Yes, probably
2: won. Answer, right <laughs> there. D- Answer.
4: Don't put Barence in a corner. Don't put back in the corner. He only likes dungeon crawlers.
1: With a campaign. With a campaign. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and <laughs> campaign. Character yep. progression. Like.
1: Yep. Oh, no, there's no character progression. It's just it's just has a, a dungeon motif. This one is a real time dice rolling game with a dungeon motif. Which one is it? I'm going to go over to Mike. Which real time dice rolling game has a dungeon motif? That is awesome. The one that Peter has on his list is my guess.
0: Yes,
3: probably. But not Mike.
4: <laughs> Escape.
3: Oh, not adventure tactics. I
4: don't think of that yeah. as a dungeon. That's a temple something totally
2: different <laughs> totally different
4: oh <laughs> uh, yeah so i uh, totally um,
2: different uh, well,
1: <laughs> there's no treasure in a temple <laughs> no. No, no no treasure yeah, at all for They're the like or, or monsters <laughs> <trying> <laughs> to escape. all right all right
4: i it just did not yeah i mean i i'll say that i i only really came to love escape with the big box version okay because it adds the quests in and the quest is what makes escape for me. It's kind of like tragic events. And what Steve said for Flashpoint. without the quest, it's still dumb fun, but it's dumb fun with the quest. It becomes a little bit more thoughtful and a little bit more varied. And that's all I need for this to be just a rollicking time. Every time mm-hmm.
1: real time, dice rolling, just chucking, 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 chucking.
4: Yeah. Oh, no, uh, I'm locked down. Come save me. Like that's great. <laughs> hmm
1: uh, the um. big <laughs> Everybody, like, run, There's run, a, run, there's get a soundtrack. This was before yeah. apps, so it has like a CD. Uh, <laughs> yes, right. Maybe you can get. <laughs> um, I think the big problem that people have with this game is that it's your your people are kind of like focusing their thing. It's very easy to lie. Or, or just like miss something. It's like, okay, yeah. well, that didn't work or anything like that. So it's kind of like a little bit of an honor system, a little bit more honor system than maybe people are comfortable with. But Escape is my favorite dice rolling game, like that quick kind of dice rolling game. It is excellent. Love uh, Escape. Who else rated it highly? Everyone except for Bernd. So shocker <laughs> on that one. Has, I think, it, had, it did appear on your list. So, Steve, you're no, a fan probably of Escape. didn't.
5: Yeah, this game is a lot of fun. I, I enjoy I like the, the music to it as well. In fact, I was teaching this with, with my son. And we started, when he was younger, just playing without the timer, but eventually I put the music on, and he, like, got a little too into the game. He's like, can we turn off the music? Because you get that, like, the heavy bass <laughs> and beat tense. going on, and Very he was tense. getting really tense decided to turn it off. But, like, that is awesome. And it really kind of pulls you into the game, and I don't know. I, I think it's hilarious when you get locked out and you can't talk because you curse? cursed. And you're, like, trying to wave at people at the table. Like, look at me. Look at my table. You know? that's So it's crazy fun
3: that's what i should do i should play it with the soundtrack then it would probably make my list I, actually i don't even think i fl- did i play this with you colin once
2: uh we were going to we ended up never playing
3: okay it. that's <laughs> probably why i
2: never got a chance to try i need it. to okay. though yeah. I need sounds to. Like yeah, it
3: sounds like it because we have to listen to the
0: soundtrack too while we oh do definitely, it. definitely definitely oh is it, isn't it like 10 to 20 minutes i don't know like 10 minutes long because it's a 10 we'll minute game a, you got a yeah, boom you can box fit right? that in you can bring fit that box
3: i don't have a cd player so
1: you got a boom box with a cd player it? They have MP3s <laughs> for crying out loud, please. Yeah, there's
0: there's a YouTube video, I'm sure, at this I, I do point. Two that videos. It. That's awesome. Yeah. There you go.
1: That is Escape Curse of the Temple, our number 26. Also with 287 points. So right there, we're gonna bring Barrett back in. This was very <laughs> highly rated for him. His number eight game overall. So obviously, a dungeon crawling campaign with a lot of minis that he can paint. This one <laughs> is Sword and Sorcery. Really? I'm the one that rated the highest. Yes. I
3: am kind of shocked. I thought that go a little higher for Colin though. Anyway, uh, yes, sword and sorcery. It's your classic like dungeon crawler. The AI system is top notch. Your characters are awesome. They're all pretty diverse to do away. The only fault I see is it's one of those games where you kind of almost need a healer. I kind of wish there were more that didn't necessarily need to have that healer class, but you, and when you have it, I guess it really amps up the easiness maybe but anyway uh great campaign it's got the cool secret storybook so you don't know what's coming um even though you're laying the whole board out which also helps you got your whole thing ready to go you're not just adding as you play because sometimes that can be a pain in the butt uh so you got everything out there the only thing you might say be like oh this monster comes you're like oh okay dig in the monsters and grab one and put it out there but that's not too tough hopefully you've painted it but if you haven't you your earth gray man oh, that's okay other than that it's it's great uh it can sometimes have a little bit of the pop references i know some people aren't a big fan of that in a dungeon crawler but i don't mind it's, so I mean, it's so I dumb it's i liked it see <laughs> yeah, that's where mike and i are I totally think, opposite i, I, I love care. that i think it's great it, it's good it's bad
0: either way whatever. what do you mean pop <laughs> references I like you, you'll meet Ch-
4: captain jack sparrow yeah. in the middle of like yeah. your dungeon crawl for no reason well his name
0: wasn't jack sparrow yeah. it was like
4: it was sparrow, sparrow jack. the jack right but but it's like, worse. <laughs> like it's worse. <laughs>
3: but i really enjoyed it uh the people i've played it with really enjoyed it i played actually i should say that i should back up i played it twice with two different groups one group did not like it the other group did like it and the one group that didn't like it thought the characters didn't really have enough difference in them, but I don't think you see a lot of the differences until you get going in the game. And sometimes people don't have the want to go that far in a dungeon crawler. Where th-
4: That's what I was going to ask. Did I quit too early? Because I know Colin said I did. Like, I only got through the first five missions and it didn't seem that exciting. And Colin said, like, once you get into the second part of the campaign mm-hmm. and like the dragon and stuff is where like your characters really become super diverse and interesting mm-hmm. and like have cool combos and all that stuff.
2: You actually have choices.
4: Yeah, yeah, that, that's, yeah right. I felt and, like and there, and were there were choices, no choices for the first few missions and I the quit the exact here. same powers using the exact same way. There was nothing to do except that. So I'm happy to hear that. Although I guess that's rough for starting out.
3: And I would you say can that start farther in. You don't have to instantly. I mean, mm-hmm. And that's another thing about it. This is a drop in game if you want it to be. Yeah, you yeah. can drop in with like a set like skills like, oh, you get five skills kind of thing.
2: Yeah, Sorry, but then you mess up the story. So, yeah. I mean, if you want to enjoy totally. the story, you, you're going to want to start you from the beginning. You want to meet Sparrow, Jack. How will you ever yeah, live? Exactly. You'll be <laughs> sad. Can't well, and I would say that the reason that this didn't score as highly for me is that cooperative, I've never had it be a positive experience. Solo, I've had positive experiences, mm. but cooperative, it's too slow. Individual turns take forever. You'll have middle of the turn activation of reading text, and then an enemy will come out, then it'll activate. And all of a sudden, <laughs> someone who hasn't had a turn in the last 45 minutes is falling asleep <laughs> at the table. So, cooperatively, I did not like the game solo. It was amazing because it was all just me, but I, I wouldn't really recommend it co-op. So that's probably why it wasn't time. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I did
3: have the with... two different experiences. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
5: yeah. I had a lower. I played this a lot with Elijah, just the two of us cooperative, and it went really well. And we played without well a healer, so oh. because you have the economy engine in the game, is you get someone's gold that you can just buy the med, the med packs you need or whatever it's called, uh, post yeah. health potions in this game. So, yeah, you didn't really need a heal to make it make it through. But, yeah, I definitely agree that at the beginning of the game, it's kind of kind of slow to ramp up, but uh, it eventually gets it. But, like, the AI is so good. Like, that puzzle yeah. of, like, this guy, if I'm three away, it's the best situation for me because he's going to run up and shoot me, and they feel dynamic. And, honestly, like, even if you see the same uh, enemy again, they have different special powers. So it changes a little mm-hmm. bit how they play. And now you have a new puzzle to solve, and I love that aspect of it. Yeah, really good AI.
1: So that was our number 25, 287 points, Sword and Sorcery. I prefer the card based dungeon crawlers, just, but this is a very, very good game. It's it's ahead of Descent and a couple other board based dungeon crawlers for me. Mm.
0: Well, these are all number 24, right? Then the last two in this next one, can they all have the same number of points? They all have the same number
1: of points. I'm not (laughs) sure. Maybe it's just, just alphabetical. alphabetical. Order. I'm not yeah. sure. Whatever. <laughs> it's uh, time so for 24, in a hat
4: and so it happened.
1: <laughs> another uh, so number 24. Uh, no, another game to 87 points. Mike and me are primary responsible for this one. I adore this game, and so does Mike. It is Space Alert.
4: Oh man, Space Alert!
0: Yeah, Space is... Alert! Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so this
4: is another like chaotic real time game. I like these. But this is also one of the thinkiest chaotic real-time games I've ever played, which can be bad. Uh, Like probably the most negative thing for co-op for this and not solo, because I've played this more solo than co-op, is that (laughs) I want to play all the crazy stuff and I got to like be like, okay, so let's slowly play mission 1.0. Oh, good, you won. Now let's slowly introduce you to 1.1 and you hope they like it. And you're like, you yes. played with me so I can bring out all my toys, you know? <laughs> um, so, I'm
1: gonna play uh, Mission 7, come on! Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I still put it so high because I love this game so much. But I do think it's hard to get to the table compared to Solo. So that's why it's not like in my top 10, for example.
1: Uh, Peter, you played it, not as high for you. Yeah, no, I mean, I like it, but...
0: I don't know what's going on. Like I like doing my part. But like, there's an enemy at three and I'm like, okay, so what do you want me to do about that? <laughs> like, <I'm> like, <laughs> like, like, I know I got to shoot it, but do I shoot it now? Do I you shoot shoot it next zone. Turn?
1: It's a new like, zone.
0: Like, You're at it's the like, ground like, that can shoot it. Shoot it. <laughs> <Peter laughs> Which Peter one wants- should I put that on? I mean, you want to talk about a game that shouldn't be alpha gamed, but is for me because I literally don't have <laughs> any idea. It's like, what turn should I shoot on? What else is going on? Do you need me to load something up? I can shake the mouse. I can do that.
3: Like that's my,
1: <laughs> like do that job.
0: <laughs> so I mean, it's a great game. I think it's really good. I have fun when I play it, but because I've never run it, I, it's very hard for me to follow what's going on in the game. And I think maybe if I ran it myself, I would enjoy it more. But you know, sometimes when you're in a game and like somebody else is always running it and doing the AI, like it's hard to figure out why it's doing what it's doing. And so sometimes
1: I just fall behind on that one for whatever reason. It's an older Vlada Travato design. It is actually one of the two games that got me into cooperative gaming, Space Alert and Pandemic. So, uh, Actually, Mike, I w- I w- I'd like to come visit you at some point. Let's play some Space Alert. Let's play some Space oh, Alert. Dude, we, I'll we play with you guys. Out. I'll be We're like the bot. You tell me no, what no, to do. No, like no, mission no. 7.
4: Peter, you aren't allowed in. No, 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 no. Bust <laughs> out the... Uh... Yeah, We're going to we bust out the, pro the, expansion, players. the expansion where you have double actions yes, built by yes, brain. Yes. Man, oh. BNA,
1: yes, let's do it. <laughs> We're going to do it. We're going to stream it. It's going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> We're gonna Peter, like, hey, hey guys.
4: Pe- hey, guys. There's a guy fired. Like, We got it, Peter. We got it. Stay over your corner. I'll
1: shake the, mouth. Goes, I'll the mouse. I'll Peter, shake the, just, on the I mouse. I, got my got my <laughs> mouse.
0: <laughs> I can do
5: that. <laughs> Now, the problem with this plan is Jason's probably going to the wrong house. He's probably going to Peter's (laughs) house instead. That
1: was awesome.
0: Oh, man.
1: What are you doing in Minnesota, Jason? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. A little bit of inside joke, people. I've been mixed up (laughs) Mike the entire time. So, anyway, that was number 24. That's
0: not inside. People have been drinking. People are drunk at this point. You've mixed us up so much. (laughs) pretty bad
1: all right so we are going to go to our number 23 we're going to bring baron back in this is not a campaign game no minis in this what? game but the ip oh, i know it
3: is i think i know But the is. ip
1: has brought baron in game what game am i talking about for our number 23 287 points baron it has to be an aliens game of some kind legendary encounters alien oh, oh. yeah I rated that the highest.
3: I actually thought Peter might put this up there because that's when I, one I did put really it up do. there. Um, yes, this one's phenomenal. Um, this is one that if we don't know what we want to play and we don't really have an idea of what to play, this hits the table. This is what comes out. Every group I play with, I've showed them this game. And if we don't have something set up for that night, like, let's just play that aliens game. I'm like, yes, let's play that aliens game. <laughs> that sounds like a fantastic yes, idea. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Super hard to twist my arm for this one. Uh, it is. It's the only legendary game I own. I don't know any of the other ones. I even owned the Queen Expansion until I found out it was actually kind of a not a co-op part. It was more that the Queen is somebody else. I think is how it works, and so ah. I don't actually play too much of it. Right. Yeah, I, I still have I it all, that. but I th- from what I've read from the rules, somebody controls the Queen Alien, and there is a, there's a way to just play the Alien in Legendary 2. Somebody can actually. Well, take Collins the alien. played it. Right? I was going to say, the-
2: there's two missions in there, Baron. You got to oh, make sure to there? check your whole thing. Okay, dude. I'll have to yep. check that out. You can play two <laughs> new
3: scenarios. <laughs> then I'm totally going to do that on my channel. So yeah. <laughs> I have all the other expansions for it too and they're all really good they add so much they add the extra characters they add extra things they add the extra little symbols that activate other things Mm. there's a lot of different things going on in your deck building it's not just like oh I'll buy this guy because he has the best now you got to kind of some of the connecting of symbols to make different combos happen inside your character you want to try to get that to go of course trying to get the right characters together to even play we usually play four players works really well uh you can get sergeants that then can help boost certain players you can play cards with each other which is where your co-op comes in you can really like hey does anybody got to coordinate I need two more okay yeah here's a coordinate cool i can buy this awesome card so you're all working together to try to kill these aliens and complete the missions and they are exactly like the movie which is awesome they make it feel like the movie um even the prequels i guess you could call them from the, the expansion that came out they Kind of make it feel a little bit like the movie, which is pretty cool. So, all of the and even add in the bad guys like in Aliens, Burke is in the alien deck yeah. and he comes out. You got to deal with him, yeah. Ash is in the alien deck. Barron,
1: we let him sleep for like six games,
3: and then <laughs> yeah. Like then like like
1: a, unleash a torrent like a fire hose, <laughs> he gets excited. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's,
3: it's, and this is a cool game to get excited about. So well, <laughs> I figured
0: out why it was higher on Barron's list than mine, though, because <laughs> there there's I, it was ranked 27 for me, but there's only 25 dungeon crawlers with campaigns and this was ranked 26 for him because he only had 26 games on his list so (laughs) that's that's why it's higher for Barrett than me but no I like it too Barrett you summed it all up that cooperate thing is probably the coolest thing and they didn't do that enough in the other legendary games and it's just the most thematic one the horror the dread you feel in it is just amazing it does a great job of reliving the movies I know
2: Colin you've played it too yeah I definitely enjoy it I don't like the IP really but I really love the game
1: I like it too. So mm -hmm. So I'm going to speed this through a little bit. We're kind of slowing down as we get more to say, more to say about the games because we like these games more. So I just kind of, you know, you try to zip these through as as much as we can because we don't want to be here until 1230. Okay. So we are going to go back to Peter for this one. uh, His second game overall, we say we were going to get back to the puzzles and here it is unlock. Unlock so good.
0: And it's just getting better. I mean, for those of you who've only played the first couple of unlocks and haven't played anything recently, you're missing out. The, the series just gets better and better all the time. It is by far my favorite escape room game. The puzzles are neat, but what's better is they typically do a really good job of fitting the story in with the puzzles you don't feel like you're doing a puzzle for puzzle's sake which for almost every other one of these escape room games it's like why am i folding cards into a triangle i don't know (laughs) like you know what i mean of course
4: this person built his mansion with like little math problems on every door it's like shut the hell up exit (laughs) right
1: (laughs) yes yeah you're running in quicksand and you fall into a giant four by six pyramid box (laughs) right Right. And,
0: and the thing, even the thing that annoys me the most about the game, which is the stupid little numbers where you have to like find a number on a card and it tells you to get that card. Those are still all thematically done because it's like if you look in the pocket, like you'll see a number in the pocket and there's a key in the guy's pocket. Right. So it's thematically integrated. It does the best job of that. The app is amazing. So I think there are two big cons with this series. Number one, if you played it early, they hadn't hit their stride yet. The games definitely got better as they've gone along. And the other thing is, if you've played it with like three or four or <laughs> more than that, I, I, it's not that kind of a game. It's a two-player game. Like it really is. It, Unlock is best at two. I think all these escape room games are best at two. So if you're trying to play it with too many people, I think that would be a problem too. But if you want to get into an escape room game, for me, it's the best. I mean, I like the app integration as well so i like
2: it all
1: colin you had it rated i'm assuming that you played the first two and kind of dropped off
2: yeah i really did not like the unlock i like the exit way better but that's <laughs> just because I, I like the puzzles for puzzle sakes if i'm doing a puzzle game i want cool puzzles where i'm folding the cards and i'm putting a pencil through it and i'm lighting a <laughs> candle and trying to get the shadow in the right spot i mean that's what i was just doing actually just last week love that i felt Definitely like the one. unlock <laughs> ones were eh Okay, but I have not done any of the new ones. So it makes me think I might need to go and look at some of the newer ones.
3: Mm-hmm. You're in uh, luck. A- I have them all. I'll bring them over sometime. Oh, thanks, yeah, Dad.
1: fair. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and again, keep it to two. Seriously.
1: Yeah, totally. All right, so also at 289 points, so right there with Unlock. And this is primarily myself, Colin, and Berndt on this one. I have a feeling that if the other gentlemen had played this, they would break it high as well. And it's going to keep on rocketing up. Uh, this one is excellent. It is Sleeping Gods. Oh, I <laughs> well, <goodness. What> love <laughs> so much. Came out. Both Colin and Berndt have rated it their number three or four game overall. And I rated wow. it very highly myself. Colin, go ahead and sing the virtues of Sleeping oh, yeah. Gods.
2: All you're doing in the game is exploring a world and in that world, you're trying to find totems because what you're trying to do is wake the gods that have brought you to this land. And how you do that is just by exploring areas on the map and traveling across it. You have nine characters. You always play with nine, no matter how many people are playing. And you will use these characters and they have backstories. They have lives. They have all these things that intricately play into everything that's happening within the board game itself. Had probably one of the best experiences I've ever had playing a board game, playing Sleeping Gods, played it actually with Bernd. So Bernd and I had a very similar experience. Absolutely wonderful. We've played one campaign. I'm immediately starting a second one. That's how much I like it. So to have that be what you're doing when you have so many board games out there, it, it says something about the game.
1: Sure. Right.
2: Hey, Mike, do you have that one?
4: I think it's coming. So we'll see what happens.
2: All right. Barrett, yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll even try to
0: play that because it's mostly a story game, right? Yeah.
3: Yes, yes it definitely. Is i wonder oh, if we could play it game,
0: yeah. virtually right is it Absolutely something you, you can play with like person. a webcam yeah we'll try that yeah
4: or he's maybe i'll just way. play by myself and say forget you
0: i mean that's <laughs> probably what's going to happen let's be honest <laughs> and then he's going to call it before i get a chance to play it is really what's going to happen we know <laughs> No, no,
1: no. if mike calls it is coming to me and if he doesn't bring it to me i'm driving to his house and kicking <laughs> his, you know what <sighs> Great, I'm gonna get my butt kicked. I was feeling cause, that cause, Mike might <laughs> come I was after feeling, you because <laughs> Mike needs fun, he's going to color, and he's coming right here. Right Mike here, you see fun. this? You see this needs fun. a little bit of sleeping gods. Uh, near and Far, which was the predecessor, is a nine out of ten game for me. I love near and far, I love the campaign in that one. Ryan Lockett, uh, above and below, not so great, but near and far was great, and sleeping gods is just the evolution of that. It's mm-hmm. completely wonderful.
2: Can I just say one more thing? Yeah. One more thing. And what I love about what he did with the game is not only is that the story is so solid, but then there's actually really solid mechanics to back it up. Yeah. So the a lot of times you get so one good. or the other. Yep. And so having that really makes the game because you so many games, you have great story and meh mm-hmm. mechanics or great mechanics and meh story. This All one, right, I'm going to slow both. us
0: down for one minute because I know this one's not going to end up on
2: our list. How would you compare it to Forgotten Waters? Oh, this is by far way better than Forgotten Waters. The only advantage of Forgotten Waters is that you can add new scenarios. Sleeping Gods is all in a book, uh, but there's so much more to explore there. And you care so much more about your characters. Forgotten Waters was hilarious,
0: too. I doubt this is going to be as funny as that one.
2: No, and that's a good point. It's not as funny. I mean, I've played two campaigns or two thingies of Forgotten Waters, and it's definitely not as funny as Forgotten Waters. But I also cared a lot more about what was actually happening in the world. Sweet. And I'm not a storytelling guy, but it excites me. I want to try yeah. this one for sure. Yeah.
1: So that was our number 21, Sleeping Gods. If we do this game, if we do this again in a year, it'll be higher. I, I, I guarantee you.
4: Wait, I, hopefully we'll all have played it by then.
1: Number 20, uh, we are going to bring the crew back in here to talk about the crew. Oh! <laughs> you see what I did there?
5: <laughs> I do. Uh,
1: Mike and Peter uh, both love this game. I hate well, this game. It's funny because oh, wait minute, I, no, thought, wait, wait, wait. I Sorry, sorry. It is. Um, no, uh, no, no, no.
4: You're right. You're right. right. And I hate this game. <laughs> Go ahead, Peter. <laughs> right. I mean, it's
0: so crazy to me because I was looking. So when I got the list of games, I got it from Mike because like I didn't want to look up every co-op game ever existed. Right. I knew most of the games on his list I will have played before. And then I added ones that I knew that he missed. But, you know, in doing that, I saw his ordering, which he did end up changing later. But I saw his ordering. I'm like. Why is the crew so high on your list? Literally, every time we play it, you're just cursing and you're like, I hate this game. It's so stupid. Like, literally, every time we play it. I'm like, OK, I guess he hates it and he's just playing it to make us feel good or whatever. But he literally every time we play it, like if you watch, I don't know if we still have the video on stream, but like like Mike is just frustrated the entire time. And then I like see it. It's like his number five game or something I'm like, what are you doing? So it really shocked me. So, yes, when Mike says he hates it, I really believe him on that but it is, it's fun. It's trick-taking. I am a trick-taking player from way back in the day. Look, I'm never going to read any of those stupid stories. Forget it. We talked <laughs> about story storytelling games. There's like a, a paragraph or two for each of these missions, and they don't mean anything, <laughs> literally, but the trick-taking is great. So I love it. I have a lot of fun. It's cooperative trick-taking. There's only one other one, which is Fox in the Forest Duet. You know, for two players, I'd play Fox in the Forest, but if you're three or four, this game is great. I've enjoyed it every time. And if you're an old school trick taker, it does something that you haven't seen before and it makes you think in ways you've never had to in trick taking before. So as a trick taking player, I just absolutely love it.
1: Colin, you did not rate it at all. Have you played it?
2: No, I have not played it.
1: Okay, I think you, I don't know, maybe you Maybe you won't like it because sometimes you hate fun. I'm not sure. You just...
2: <laughs> no, that's Mike's thing. That's not my that's thing. I love true. fun. I just haven't played. I haven't like, picked it up. I got to pick it up.
1: It's a frustrating game for sure. and there You can get struck with randomness for sure. And that's what Mike is complaining about. But there is enough of a heart there. Yeah, and you're... I
4: mean, I, I hate it and I complain so much. And I've played it like a thousand times in the last, <laughs> right. like, you know, two months or whatever. So
1: <laughs> there you go. All right, so that was our number 20, The Crew of the Quest for Planet 9. We're going on to number 19. Keep on sleeping, Bear. We're You're good. We'll, we'll plug you back in <laughs> when we get to a, a dungeon crawling game. Okay, so we are going to a Colin special. Colin really likes this one. So do a bunch of us as well. Uh, it is Kingdom Rush. Oh, Ooh. Kingdom oh,
2: Rush. Yeah. I've now fully painted the game. That tells you how much I like it. I only do that in a few games. It's based off of the app. Uh, if you have the Kingdom Rush app, it is a tower defense game but it is done very well cooperatively. It's simultaneous play with polyominoes that you're putting out onto the enemy hordes trying to defeat them. The boss play is really cool and unique because you actually have a miniature for the boss and then you've got other cards that you have to complete for them and then they'll attack you back. You're putting your towers out on the board, but if you don't, you can actually pass them to your teammates and then they level up. So it's a great way to cooperate together. You're all doing stuff at the same time. It's wonderful. I can't get enough of this game. I've played it in the last three, three weeks, I've it, played it 15 times. So uh has a full campaign where it slowly adds in rules too, which is super helpful to help people learn how
1: to play the game as well. Biggest barrier that people have with this game is that it's hard. And especially uh, right out the gate, it's hard. Oh so gosh. that's like adjustable <laughs> and it's a little bit bland if uh, unless you get into the third, fourth, fifth scenario, at which point it's like, oh man, I want to keep playing this. So it's 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 unnecessarily high barrier for entry, but once you're in, Kingdom Rush is excellent. And I don't
0: know why they yeah. suggest you start on like the highest level or whatever, because the only difference is, is you have like more life on your tower or whatever. And maybe you'll get an extra spell or something, but they could have easily just started you with more life and then like given it a a goal rating, right? If you beat it with three life or less gone, then you get four stars or whatever. You know what I mean? The app, it's not like you choose the number of stars when you go in. So I don't know why they made that choice. It was a little bit weird one. I wish they would have started you with more life and then given you a, a degree of success or
2: failure.
4: Mm. well and then also the uh the new one which by the time this airs will have already finished its campaign on game found the new one gets rid of the thing i hate the most in the game which is the portal enemies which are like anti-fun in multiple ways and they got rid of them and i'm like damn it i want to play that second version because the first version's already so good and now you're getting yeah. rid of the thing i don't like <laughs> yes throw me in you know so
0: yeah, yeah it has a chance to move way up if they get rid of those portal enemies for me i too. hate those guys <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, really? I, I I love them. I thought they were so cool. Well, so, you have to so, give so up a tower for it.
4: That's the cool, hard part. They're a cool puzzle, but they're terrible to teach the game to somebody because if they get in, you immediately lose, even if you're on the easiest difficulty setting. And, you know, like P- Peter, until I taught him that he should probably wait to shoot them a little bit, was terrible at the game because he was <laughs> using his uh, towers right away and losing them. So they, they just, they yeah, I'd lose all my best things.
0: towers and I'd have nothing left over yeah. to yeah. like finish them off. I was like, what is going on here?
5: Why can't I beat this game?
4: They're just um, kind of wonky. So I, I'm not saying they aren't good. They make the puzzle tougher. I'm just glad that they're moving to something else.
5: Okay, uh, Steve, haven't played it? I have not played it. It was in my cart back, and I didn't have the finances at the time, so Mm. I never got around to it, but I gotta say, the polynomial thing, for me, just doesn't do anything for me. It's like, Ah, don't dislike it, don't like it, but this game is the exception. This is the one polynomial game that got really got my radar, read the rule book and everything, it looked awesome, I just never gone to playing it so like i'm very interested in the second iteration of this as a potential purchase
1: as we get higher in the list there will be more and more excitement believe me we are really building up <laughs> this was 300 points so like a lot a huge cluster of very similarly rated games and now we're going to start to really amp up i'm very surprised that, that baron did not play this game but it then i think about it no minis so you're going to skip it however it is a really really good game and i'm going to let Steve. Yeah, we're going to bring Steve back. Also, mm-hmm. Colin rated it very, very highly. This is Runebound 3rd Edition. 302 no, never points. <laughs> 302 points for <laughs> number 18.
5: This one has minis in it. Just the hero minis. But yes, this game is excellent. It is an old fantasy flight game where you are exploring the world. It's kind of an open world type environment and you have uh, different scenarios to go through. But the reason why I love this game is because you can go wherever you want to do whatever you want. And the nice thing about it is I I mean, combat's fun, don't get me wrong, but I like it when I can do things other than combat, and this game does that in spades. Like, I can go over here and talk, just talk to people, and, like, I get experience from that. I can go exploring. I get experience for that, too. I could go beat something up if I want to. I get experience for that. And how that integrates in the game is excellent. I think the reason why this game never did very well is because it's pogs. It's uh, you're, Instead of rolling D D6, which is easy to handle, you're rolling a D2, so less luck, but kind of awkward, like, physically to manage. But I just throw all them all <laughs> into a bag and draw them out, <laughs> so...
1: Colin is making that's how you look (laughs) that's
3: how you look
2: yeah it's how you look you know
4: (laughs) the the, (laughs) the, the, the other the other rough thing with it is uh, that it wasn't uh, solo co-op outside of the gate correct and now you, you can find like the base game for like 15 20 bucks like anywhere you look but the friggin' expansion that makes it solo co-op is like a hundred dollars. <laughs> so it's really sucks. I mean,
0: together. It balances out to like well, what people probably played paid for it originally.
4: Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> I haven't played it much co-op. It would probably be higher on my list. If I had, I played it, a, you know, solo many more times than I played. I think I've only played a call once with Mike and that was it. So I, I need to get this one
5: played more open. World I will say this is following? a much better low player count game than like four or five or I guess this yeah. with four. Or it, it, there's too much downtime in the higher player counts. So, yeah, yeah.
1: Colin, you had, you did a recent playthrough, I believe, on that WhatsApp stop shop.
2: Yeah, somewhat recently. I did just one of the expansion scenarios.
1: Barrett, it's very good. Play it.
2: I'll I'm planning it to, to
1: take uh,
3: Colin's copy.
2: Yep. We're done here. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> the next right, so... playthrough
0: series. <laughs> <laughs> Look for it the, the, after uh, Kingdom Death is done. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So I am going to a number uh, 17, 311 points that we're really starting to amp up here. I'm very surprised that this one made the list so high. I didn't rank it. I've not played it. Neither did Baird hasn't played it. But everyone else rated it very, very highly. Nostalgia pick on some level. Uh, We're going to the Wayback Machine for Gears of War, the board game. I never played it great. again. Colin's got it. I have to. do you not talking. play that. Barrett? We keep talking
3: not... about wanting to play it. Like, yeah. like, What should we do? Oh, we should play like Gears of War games. So I, then I'll send by the time we're going to get together. Oh, I got the spirit idea, We're going to play this game. <laughs> and it's like, so okay. Sleeping Gods. Yeah, <laughs> so mean, we play Sleeping Gods. Or then we play like uh, what uh, Shadow Forbidden Fortress. Or then we play like we. Yes. You know yes.
4: why? Because Colin knows you're going to die in like five minutes after you set it up. So he's like not into it. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: On my radar. It's on my radar. Hugely on my radar. Uh, yeah, so break it, break it down for
1: us. Gears of War, the board game, yeah. So what? Oh, Mike, oh, go oh, ahead, yeah, Mike. Colin, you, Colin, you can do it. Okay, so yeah. Gears
2: of War is a great game. It's card based, actually. It's a card based dungeon crawler. You'll also be rolling dice for actual activation, but you have cards in your hand that's your life. They're also your actions. So you have all these choices of, do I want to use this card for an action or do I want to hold it? Because if I'm going to take damage and I can discard it, and I don't die. You also have reactions on the card. So if an enemy comes into a space, you can actually discard one of your cards as a reaction ability, and you can reaction to help other players. It's really cooperative. Cover is amazing in the game. The best cover I've ever seen in a board yeah. game by far. Mm-hmm. Uh, the missions are variable. They're all one-off missions, so that's fun. You can start a mission five, mission one. You don't have to try and do them in any order. Really solid game. The dice suck. The dice can suck. There's zero mitigation on the dice. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, And so when you roll those, you're going to go, oh, I should go do 15 damage. You do none. And the enemy blocks all of it. And you I'm lose ammo down. too, right? Yeah. And yeah, yes. you lose all
4: ammo. your ammo. and <laughs> you just
2: yeah. done. Oh, oh it's my just, God. It's terrible. It's so, so it's brutal. definitely an older game because <laughs> yes. that part is terrible. But everything else in the game, I am so impressed with it. I am very impressed with it. Fireteam Zero did some different things, but they're also very similar. And I love both games.
1: All right. So I need to play it. It's one of those like kind of hoary old games that I really wanted to, like knock mm-hmm. off. There's a couple of those on those lists. Gears of War is definitely one of them. Hard to find, out of print, but you know it. Got gotta guy. <laughs> Next enough time people we all can get together,
0: guys. We got a list. We we definitely got to do a co op
1: con now. Yeah, but even if it's con. just us. <laughs> We do co- a co-op co- con. You heard it here. We're here to hear second or third or something like that, but we'll, do, we'll we'll get something going. All right. So now we're going to number 16. We're going to bring Jason back in. This is my number two game overall, a 10 out of 10 game. I've played 4,000 games of this, according to board game arena. I love it. I will play this game forever. It board is. Board game arena. It's got to be I'm, fast. I'm trying to What's think a... what it is. Yeah.
4: Hanabi? I don't know. Hanabi! Hey! Hey! No! Okay. <laughs> Cause I play a lot of Hanabi on board game arena. So I figured <laughs>
1: Hanabi! it's one of those games. Like if I, I'm a psychotherapist, I have a session and then I have a break. I'm going to get play a game of Hanabi. And then I go back to another session. It's like, just, just get in there. I love Hanabi. It is a limited communication game. I don't know any other game like it where, you know, you're holding, you have cards and you're holding them outward facing. So you don't know your own cards, but you can see everybody else's cards. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Pete. There you go, Peter,
0: <laughs> Peter,
1: Peter being Mike.
4: he knows he knows that was on purpose that was
1: (laughs) okay so other people are giving you hints about what to play you giving other people hints about what they can play and it's a cool game out of the box it's a party scenario so like i've taken this to parties and people get all frustrated and it's like they get very emotionally enwrapped and invested it's one of those things where it's like it could really suck because you know you 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 score seven points and you lose and like how could you not i gave you the three clue i told you i meant to play it ah but if it comes together, like Space Alert, which is another one where if it once it comes together and another game that we're going to talk about that let's one of Peter's favorites, it's a disaster if it goes wrong. But if it goes right, it is amazing. And I play with the advanced conventions. So I can play with the multicolor and the black powder and the so like I can play with the the hardest, hardest setting, and it's still a challenge. So Hanabi is my I, I will play, I'll be playing that game for ever. Bernt, wake up. I'm going to get you in a a little bit. (laughs) But uh, who else here enjoys Hanabi?
4: Yeah, I play with my wife all the time. We've only had one perfect game. So I think I'm not very good at it. But I still have fun every single time as we yell at each other for missing clues.
5: (laughs) Steve sounds like you played it too. Yeah, I played this one a lot, especially when it first came out. I haven't played a ton recently, but it's one that I will always play. It's mm. easy to teach, and it's it provides that challenge where, like, usually the first game, people are like, "How does this work?" I can't get clues, and at the end of the first game, like, "Okay, I got. it. Let's play again." And then then like, they play another game, like, "Oh, we did better. Let's play again. Let's play again." And it, <laughs> any game that evo- evokes that reaction is a good game, in my opinion.
1: Release those extra expansions in English, please. There are the extra expansion. Oh,
5: you know there were any extra oh, expansions. Oh like, expansions. man, they're so
0: good. <laughs> <Aw>. <laughs>
1: That is Hanabi, our number Take it from system. the guy who's played 5,000 times.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. He, 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 he's not playing the base game 5,000 games <laughs> later.
1: <laughs> so uh, let's get up to number 15, 318 points. <laughs> the first game on that we've talked about that all of us have rated. All uh, of us have played this. Oh, interesting. Rated it. it is a cooperative party game. What are we talking about here? Codenames. Just, Codenames. just one. Just, just one. one. Just one. Just one.
5: Okay. Oh, just
1: one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the person that rated it highest, of, uh, actually, the person that rated it highest is Steve. Oh,
4: oh, okay. I thought it would be Peter with it being his number one or whatever. I thought whatever. Be Peter,
1: too, and Peter yep. did rate it very, very highly, but Steve kind of edged him out. So, Steve, uh, go okay. ahead and break down just
5: one. This game is very simple in the fact that you have a you have a card in front of you, and you're trying to get the person to guess a single word. And everyone else around the, the table is writing a single word on a whiteboard, and then before showing it to the, the guesser, they compare notes. And if any of those words match, they go away. And so you have to, with Remainder, trying to guess it. And it's just the simplest thing ever. And the reason why this ranks so high for me because I've had great experiences with this one with, like, any group. Because it's so simple to teach. And it winds up being very fun. I think it plays up to, what, six Six. in the box? But there's no reason you can't increase that more. Like, (laughs)
1: 99. Yeah, Yeah, really.
5: Like, you just have no whiteboard. We had so many people sitting around the table playing this one. It gets even more crazy because they have more conflict and, like, oh, you guessed the same one I did. And, like, oh, this will be, like guess what should somebody, somebody write them potter who's gonna Potter? but you can't say you're gonna write them potter right but that's a really easy clue so it's like i don't know it's a great game highly recommend this one excellent party game
0: i just played it the other day this is the first game i played with people outside of my household since the pandemic has started oh wow and i played it with my mom and her boyfriend and it was great and i just i mean i i just realized i ranked it 30 i should have put it higher it definitely should be higher on my list <laughs> Cause it's like every time I play it, I enjoy it, and I literally just played it again, and I was like, "Oh, this game is so fun! Why do I forget how fun it is when I don't play it?" It's one of those games, you know, when it, when I haven't seen it in a while, it kind of goes out of the uh, the memory banks. But like every time I bring it out, I have fun with it. So yeah, no, uh, it is a great game. I get made fun of all the time for it being my game of the year a couple of years ago. I mean, we all know Marvel Champions would have been that game if it was now, but you know, at the time it was great, and I
1: and I still like it to this day. Just one is an excellent, excellent part. Cooperative party game plays as high. I will play this game over Mysterium like 10 times out yeah. of eight.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I, in terms of a cooperative. Part, I used to, we used to be stuck with Mysterium. It's like, oh, we got six players. We looks like we're playing Mysterium again. <laughs> 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 Just one perfectly nice palette cleanse at the end of the night. Love it. All right. Uh, so we are now going to a Colin and Baron special yet another Colin and Baron special there is another dungeon crawling adventure game with <laughs> this one is a little oh, bit oh i know highly, which one of this more well, a little sorry more go regarded ahead by the the panel uh so it's a little bit higher uh go ahead and guess what? Maybe it is. it's i guess maybe i'm not really guessing i would go hellboy no That's, <laughs> as soon as the other as soon as you said is, the other panel is hard high, i was like, need a little bit of backup no one else oh, you need playing backup? Well, i guess i didn't get enough back it like shadows of brimstone Lord of the Rings Journeys in oh. Middle Earth. Oh, that's ah. a good one. Yes. Oh. Oh. our number 15 co-op overall. And so go ahead, Baron, give us sing sing the praises. Sing the praises. Well, actually the praise singer
3: is over there. He's painted
1: his entire collection. He has
3: played through everything in it almost. I enjoy it. Basically what it is, is it's kind of an adventure. I'd say it's an adventure game and you have your characters from Lord of the Rings that you could choose to have. You're going to be able to have a skill deck that actually you're going to be pulling from to try to get successes, but also that deck is going to be stuff you're going to be putting out in front of you to be able to enhance the way your character can play and cooperate with the other characters on the board it's run by an app which actually helps because then you have just a small amount of miniatures but then that miniature can be like eight different types of i shouldn't say types of but have difficulty built into him so the app can, it's a th- mic game it's it a can mic can miniature
0: <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> one made, miniature like, one miniature to rule them all <laughs> it's one, one miniature to bind them
3: <laughs> and it has an awesome campaign system that runs through it the story is all on on the app um everything's saved and done on the app which really helps uh even your leveling progression everything all done the app it tells you everything you need to know great game all the expansions come out for it are really good the rock i'm still working on he's over here i've primed him but i haven't painted him yet Roar. so yep i know i gotta work <laughs> on that i'm a failure but other than that it it's it's i'd say one of fantasy flight's best games out there i know there's probably a couple that are gonna get better than that according to the list here but that one's <laughs> a fantastic game and i'd really enjoy it but colin has played a ton too. And he has. Yeah, Colin, time. take it he away. Tell
0: it me out. about the expansions. Cause uh, I, I only have the base game.
2: Yeah. Well, the expansions are just more of the same, just really good. I mean, it's just the story is, is more involved and you've got more characters you can choose from. You've got more of the different classes that you can mm-hmm. choose from. You can uh, be Gandalf, but- right? Yes, you can be Gandalf, which so by you the way, just is blow up fun. the board on turn one, and you're I like, wish, okay, through mission one, I mission I two. Wish you can do that. I <laughs> wish he had an ability where he could just defeat no. the Balrog and then go away and then come back as <laughs> the White uh, Gandalf. That doesn't happen. I will say so. As much as I love this game, the thing that it's missing the most is one-off play. There is no yeah. one-off play. And it's frustrating to me that they haven't thought of doing that because I think the game would have more legs if they had some single scenarios. But they talk about it's all about the story, which I understand. But the challenge is is it's hard to get people to come back all the time. So I have had my best experiences is doing an entire campaign in a weekend. That was 14 scenarios, by the way. That's a lot. (laughs) <laughs> or I'm playing with my son and we're playing every freaking weekend, which is great. But, you know, it it still breaks up the story and we can't remember yeah. what happened the last time. So I still love the game, but I would recommend it solo and cooperative, maybe two people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah something like that.
3: See, because that's interesting. The only time I've played this, I played through the entire base scenario with four people and we had an absolute blast. Wow. Every one of us was co oping And I hear... Like, I'm walking to this guy to help you out. Okay, we got to have the bard go first because they can give the inspiration to this guy who can then run this way. Oh, we got to have send somebody down this path over here to go check out this tree so that we can see if that's what we need. But, <laughs> oh, it's not. Well, thank goodness, because all of our guys are going this way. So <laughs> it actually worked so well that we actually had all this stuff going on all the time with four of us. It worked out. And really I hear it's, cool. har-
0: it's harder for players like it accelerates um, the thing faster so i liked at two player you can do a lot more exploring you're not under Mm -hmm. as much time pressure but i hear that's not the case at higher player count
3: no you had to be moving through that board like basically if you had a piece of board not uncovered you had to sprint through that board down because everyone that's not uncovered makes that meter grow up even more so it there was a whole ton of stuff like you said unexplored and that's kind of cool because then Dave even they said you know we could play that again is it different i go well it kind of is different if you play it differently things are gonna be in different spots but and they said "Well, it does it seems kind of cool i'm like all right let's do it again <laughs> well i'll
0: tell you mission one which i played four or five times at least there's different missions and different quests in there mm-hmm. so i don't know if that continues throughout the campaign but mm-hmm. it is different each time you play it now not the main quest or the main story right. is kind of the same but all the side stuff you run yeah. into there's not one way to solve it i guess I was a barrel rider in one of my in
4: one of my playthroughs. It was a side quest. I got that that title. It was a title. We fell
3: fell out of the tree, I think, four times in a row before we finally climbed the tree. (laughs) (laughs) We we lost the first scenario because we could not climb a tree. (laughs) Climb the tree legolas fell out of it four times <laughs> it
1: <laughs> that that's happens, right. those stupid trees <laughs> that, that sounds a in character for him <laughs> that if i was around more people who liked it i would get into it more but for my, my for me i had two difficulties with it one the first bunch of scenarios you're fighting like human ruffians it didn't feel like lord of the rings at all yeah uh the, the second one is that threat meter like i feel like the game doesn't give you enough breathing room like you're always pushing 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 well i also
4: that, wish it like yeah. told me it's like you got some more threat. And I'm like, well, how much how close am I? To, like sometimes I don't feel like I know like how many turns I have left. And I wish yeah. I had more information. Like the app kind of obfuscates things a little bit more than I would like.
2: They do a lot better with that now. They came up with an, an update. It's way better. You uh, you know yeah, you can two see. threat per all these different things, oh, that's two good. I like for that, character, I like that. one threat for the flipped tokens, one mm-hmm. threat for the threat tokens. Uh, but yeah, totally get what you're saying, Jason, about the I mean, even you're playing characters that don't even make sense thematically, like you're playing, you know, with Bilbo and then you're playing with Gandalf and you're playing with some random. Well, I played with
0: Legolas as a bard just because I thought it'd be funny.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) for no other reason, (laughs) there's definitely some things that are wrong with it. And Fantasy Flight, we are. We know all of their adventure games. They push. They always want you to push. And that's what their threat It's all push, push, push. And they want you to keep moving. They don't want you to explore. And that just going quickly back to another game. Sleeping Gods doesn't do that. And that's Mm -hmm. part of the reason why Sleeping Gods is so free freaking good so anyways <laughs> all right let's keep going you
1: can keep right. going uh number uh 13 a jason special but mike is going to back me up on this because of the ip uh mostly i bet I bet for mike for me it is the adventureness of it it is eldritch horror ah. uh the reason i love eldritch horror is actually my number four game overall i love this game but it, I don't see the Cthulhu-ness of it. I, it is, to me, the Indiana Jones, the board game. Yeah. It is a world-spanning adventure. There's so much modularity for it. I have it right here on my back over here for the podcast. I have both scenarios over here and every expansion. I love the enemies. I love the modularity of the enemies. I love the the different adventure feelings, the sideboards in the expansion, so you have more breathing room. And it's weird because, like, in other Arkham games, it's like there's, like, the same number of spots. Like, there's, like, 24 spots. But, like, in regular Arkham, you're in, you're going to the library and you go into the janitor's closet. Here, you're going to Japan and all these, and like, you know, all these great things. And I, I I, fall for the magic trick, people. I know theme is a magic trick. I fall yep. for the flavor text and like the internationalists of it, the emergent story that comes of, of like, you know, having the great adventures. Do you play two and a half hour games and then lose in a dice roll? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just take out the one card that says undo one of your entire like, you gotta, you gotta the the crash a little
1: bit to take out the really the really bleeding edge There's just
0: one card that that i that mm-hmm. i know of that you got to take out because it What's like literally undoes other, a like, third of the game which is ridiculous like yeah. <laughs> it's like because you have to get three things to progress the Mysteries, game yeah. and it literally it says take one of them away as if you didn't do it and then you got to like do it again i'm like yeah, no, that's not going to happen. We're taking that <laughs> card out. You let, know, let I wasn't go, sure. Peter. Let it go, Peter. <laughs> let it go. I, well, I wasn't sure if you had this right. Because I thought, actually, I liked yeah. it more than Mike. I,
4: I think he has it higher than me.
0: No, Are we both have it at number 26. Oh, really? Believe exactly. it or not. So Jason had the most confidence I've ever seen him have. Because he knew either way he was right. Whether he said <laughs> Peter or Mike, he was good. Because we both had it at 26. Yep. So yeah, I think it's a game we both really like. For me, it is my favorite non-LCG version of the Cthulhu Well, no, that's not even true because there's another one that's not a fantasy flight game uh, (laughs) that I like higher, but I don't know. I like it because compared to all the other Arkham horrors, we'll just compare it that way. It just seems quick enough, but with an epic enough scale that it felt really good. And I liked what I was doing the whole time. And I felt like I was getting more powerful and I was getting guns and all this stuff and I could buy all this stuff. It was a fun, adventury romp. And it felt like that every time I played it.
1: Absolutely. All right, Uh, so uh, just so that we get to top 10, because we have to get to top 10 at some point, so uh, that was Eldritch Horror, our number thirteen uh, number twelve. I'm gonna boot it over to Colin to this one. a lot of us have rated a highly Barrett, you have magically not played this game like just you we we just throw you out of plane for the your <laughs> for <laughs> your like dil- your your uh, delinquents of not having played this minis based campaign game or maybe you just yeah. forgot to put it on your list you know uh, there's but- a lot
3: of games back here that you guys haven't played that I think are just.
1: Since- <laughs> 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 Colin, uh, tell us about uh, 368 points, a really, really high uh, Amp Death Uh Number 12 overall, Mechs versus Minions. Ah.
2: Yeah. Oh, mechs versus Minions. I love this game. It's Baron, how have you not played this game? Barrett, I'm giving you this one too. I think your family All right, family I get to really go like to
1: college. it like Christmas tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's be like
3: 15
1: games, man. I'm just going to keep
2: Get
0: your jersey jer- while you're there too, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the
2: yeah, jersey, in jersey the is in is the house. box. <laughs> that, is, that is true. Uh, so, uh, Max versus Minions is a programming game at its heart. You're going to each round draft cards as a team and put them down onto your little board for activating your mech. Your mech is going to be moving across the board. You're trying to complete different objectives. That might be moving a bomb, that might be trying to just Get to the end of the board that might be trying to save the school from these minions that are coming. You get to do awesome. Uh, yeah exactly and get out of the fire uh the best part about the game is just how powerful you can feel and yet how ridiculous things can happen because <laughs> when you take damage you'll draw a damage card you have to immediately activate that but then you potentially slot it into your actual actions and so now going forward i was planning on always being able to move forward and slot three well now in slot three i'm turning 90 degrees to the right and so of <laughs> course that messes everything up and so it's really fun to see where you're like well i wanted to go forward but actually i'm gonna go to the right and i'm gonna run into you and then i'm gonna blow up the bomb and then we're all gonna lose it's a lot of fun it's very cooperative because you are all trying to determine which cards you want to grab from the actual draft Mm -hmm. and then the scenario differences they this is another one where they ramp up once again, you do the scenarios, it's nice, easy rules, and then they add more rules as you go. There's a sweet boss that's in there. Oh, and did I mention that all of the guys are painted, pre-painted? Oh amazing quality, just amazing quality. <laughs> I The so bosses wish... are,
1: but the minions have not, were not
2: painted. so That's true. Okay, paint. the minions weren't, but they're washed. Yeah, they're yeah. washed minions. They look fantastic. You don't even need to do anything. I don't even think Berndt would do anything. That's saying something. So super good quality, especially for the price. The only thing I wish is that they'd come out with some sort of expansion, but I think it's a one and done because it's Riot yeah, Games. One and done. Uh, but definitely enjoyed the game.
4: They, they had to work really hard on Telstone so they couldn't come out with Mechs versus Minions uh, 2, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> they they should have gone to Mechs versus Minions 2. <laughs> <laughs> So that was our number 12 Max First Minions. This came out in 2016. It hasn't had any any support, but I think like it made such a big impression on us that it stayed with us, which says a lot because a lot of the games that we know and play, we play them and then they kind of drop. And so, you know, we kind of like have to keep things fresh. But Max First Minions being this high I should tell you that the quality there is just amazing. And our number 11 game, I actually was really surprised by this because a lot of people rated this pretty highly, including, I, I believe it is Peter and Colin have rated this very, very highly. Also another one, another one that Baron has played. I, I don't know if this has entered Steve's ambit yet, but a dungeon crawling <laughs> mini's adventure. Cthulhu Death May Die. Ah,
4: yeah, yeah. Number is this 11, low?
1: It's not in the top, 10? Not in the top 10.
5: Not That's sad. Go ahead.
1: Uh, tell tell right, us Steve, why you, you, did you thought want to talk should about be the top or?
5: Or? 10. Oh, I can't. I've not played it. Yeah, he, oh, he, well, he's, one, he's, he's, he's for
4: the reason it's not in the top 10. Oh, <laughs> come on. All right. So it's great. I well, mean, so send, send him your copy, <laughs> Peter. You can fix
0: this anytime. No, no. My copy is <laughs> not going to anywhere. Thank you very much. No, it's a great game. It is, my, it is my number one dungeon crawler I have on my list. And the thing I love about it, again, similar to, so I compared a lot to Deep Madness, actually, right behind me here. And it's because it's a puzzly game now this one's a little bit more dice rolly fun puzzly i think but the puzzle the things you can do in this game are so cool because with with very simple mechanics like if you run through a room of monsters they're all going to follow you so if i know mike's in trouble i'm literally going to run through a room with all those monsters and they're all going to follow me out and now mike's fine like he has plenty of time to recover or whatever so you do kind of fun kind of crazy things and the leveling system in this game is so good it's not as good as adventure tactics but it is so good because as you're getting closer and closer to losing the game you get more and more powerful you're becoming more powerful as the game goes on you're rolling more dice toward the end of the game so you like want to push yourself toward losing but it's a fine balance that you have to create and
2: so it's just such a simple mechanically game but brings so much to the table yeah, and something else to just mention is I love how modular it is. So you get yeah. to take—you've got your elder one that you can have so your big bad, and then you have an actual scenario that you'll put together, and it makes a totally different story. Then you play with all the different investigators. Now some of them are definitely better than others, but who cares, right? You can just pull yep. one out, you put it down on the table, you get a little more insane, and as you go insane, you get more powers, and as you get more powers, you roll more dice, and as you roll more dice, you just have a lot more fun. So it's uh, a. <laughs> It's a blast. Every time it ends in a boss fight. I love boss fights. My son loves boss fights. So whenever we pull it out, it's always like, yeah, what boss are we going to take, dad? And it's just a great time. And the boss isn't a pushover because you have to kill him at least three times. And so that also means you can't just like ramp up and then take him out. No, yeah. you're going to ramp up and then you can take him out one time. and then he's going to jump over and you got to figure out how to deal with it. So they, they did a great job. Kumani or not, I'm not always impressed with this one. I super was.
4: Yeah, this is probably the best design I've seen from them. That's it. The, Wait, the, even more than Bloodborne? I, what I was going to say, like in X number of years, that is mean. I think it's the best design I've seen from them.
3: You haven't um, seen maybe how much Bloodborne you have played so far?
4: Oh no, I played a lot of Bloodborne. It's, oh really? It's pretty, it's pretty good. Death okay. May Die is like a thousand times better than Bloodborne. Bloodborne oh. is pretty good. Oh, I like absolutely. Bloodborne. I I don't think most people would be on your side for that, Baron. Sorry.
3: Oh. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I put it on my list. Obviously, pretty high. I did really enjoy Cthulhu Death May Die. I really enjoyed it. I think I put Bloodborne a little higher though. But uh, and maybe that's just because it is the newer one. And so, like, I'm just really enthralled with it right now, playing right. it right. I actually just took off my table, like, as we were getting ready. To mean, it's it's,
4: it's all on my table, but no, I, I still like Bloodborne better. All right, wait, crap. Ah, yeah, you ah,
3: definitely yeah, you do. Ah.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> But no, Where what Colin said up again,
1: Peter.
0: Yeah, that was Mike, by the way.
1: <laughs> so drink, everybody. <laughs> that was totally on purpose. I think I'm getting better at this.
0: <laughs> okay. So right. uh, I famously described this as my favorite MDS game because you just... Take the scenario deck, you take the boss deck, you shuffle them together. Why does everybody keep them separate? I don't understand it. You shuffle them together and you still get the environment in there and the boss in there. I, I, do, I don't know why this isn't done more often. And you're not doing double the enemy activations every turn. It just makes it so much smoother and easier. It's fun to play. It's easy to play. And yes, I hope for the future of MDS, they start smashing those decks together and stop making the enemy turns take 27 minutes.
1: So that was our number 11, Cthulhu Death May Die. We did 30 through 11, a little bit of a longer episode because more to say, more enthusiasm. So now that Woo. was 199. And we are going on to this Sunday, episode 200 of One Stop Co op Shop Podcast.
4: It's happening, people. It's happening. Thank it. yeah. it. <laughs> you. Yeah.
1: All right. We'll see you guys Sunday. Hey, everybody. Bye. See ya.
0: Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co op Shop Podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com onestop one stop. Or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week for another Top 5 list. Hey, hey Barrett. Hey, hey, Peter. I have a 28th game for you. Oh, yeah? It's called Star Wars Legions.
3: And I got it right over here.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not a co-op. I forgot. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs>